American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Belinda. I am here with the uh, with Eric Damry with Vespero, and he's going to be talking about the features of JAWS 22, uh, 2022 that's going to be released soon. And so I'm going to turn it over to you, Eric. Thank you, Belinda. And uh, it's great to have you uh, as our host this week. This is my first time having you as our host. So that's great. And it's good to be back with everyone. Um, let's get right to the first question on everybody's mind. Where is it? Where's 2022? We were supposed to be in public beta. Matter of fact, we should have been in public beta yesterday at 10 a.m., and we did not make it, unfortunately. I had to uh, pull the plug on the progress early on Tuesday as we reviewed some issues that we had related to uh, changes that we're making with respect to Braille. So it was primarily for our international audience, which, uh, you know, it's like, 50% 50% of the customers that would get access to this and install it are doing so in other languages. And we wanted to get some things uh, ironed out uh, for that so that their experience with Braille uh, would be a good one when they start with the product. So we went back, we uh, made multiple changes on Tuesday night and uh, Wednesday morning, some things that had been in the works for a while brought them in. I'm happy to tell you that we do have uh, builds in our test department that we expect to clear test uh, as soon as tomorrow morning. We will get those to private beta testers. Uh, They will clear them for us, we hope, uh, over the weekend. And if all goes well, we're going to rush this thing out on Monday morning. So uh, be patient. Watch for it. Again, uh, we like to make sure that when we go with a beta version uh, for the public, that it's pretty safe. You know, we don't want to uh, disrupt someone's ability to interact with their computer. Uh, Therefore, you know, we install to separate directories from your release software. Your release software should still work just as it did. And and we fully expect that the new version is going to uh, work as expected as well. Uh, Not to say that you won't find something. We hope you do. Uh, That's the whole idea behind putting beta software out. And uh, once we do release, let me kind of walk through what the process is. For those of you who haven't participated and want to try it this time, um, I would say if it's if you're fairly savvy on your computer, you should be okay. I would not anticipate that it's going to cause any issues. But let's say you're using this computer uh, that you're on 
for work and you just can't risk uh, disrupting anything, then you don't want to be installing beta software on it. Just wait. There'll be plenty of people that'll test it. Don't worry. But if this is uh, something that you've, in, you know, you've installed these kind of things before, shouldn't be an issue. Uh, as I said, it will install to a separate directory. The way you will get access to it is from the Freedom Scientific homepage. I think that's the easiest place. If you actually do a JAWS find on the homepage for the word beta, you'll find a link to a page that will talk about JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion. It will provide details as far as what kinds of changes that you'll see. And I'll go over some of them here. It will also provide for you the links to be able to download the software. And most importantly, it will provide for you a link to a form that is really helpful for us. If, if you find some issue, uh, you can click on that link for that form. It'll pop it up. And uh, you can even bookmark it if you think you're going to submit several things so you can find it easily the next time. And uh, fill it out. Give us as much detail as you can about, uh, you know, answering the questions in the form. And uh, that'll be really helpful. And those forms, for your information, they go into a folder for our test department. And the test department sorts through all those reports that come in. And we try and uh, pick out uh, things that are patterns uh, if something is popping up uh, multiple times and clearly there's something wrong, we're always trying to test these things ourselves, see if we can reproduce them in-house, get them entered into our system and get them over to the developers. And uh, if you would, please make sure that where it asks for your contact information, email address and phone number, if you can provide that. Because oftentimes, if it sounds like something is going on and we just don't quite understand it, we might need to ask you for more information. Um, if you've provided that contact info, we can call you. So that would be very, very helpful. Um, when the release comes out, when you install it, there's something that you're going to notice. If you're a JAWS user, there's something that you're going to notice this year that you've never seen before, and that is... If you have a prior version, 2021 or 2020, installed on your computer and you've spent hours, now maybe you haven't spent hours, but you spent time setting it up. You got it working the way you like it. Maybe you set up some dictionary rules. You've got your speech rate the way you want it. You've got some voice profiles. You've changed maybe some settings. Like maybe you don't like it when a web page loads if it reads automatically and you turn that off. Maybe email messages. You'd prefer they don't read automatically and you turn that off. There, there are countless things and we all go in and change some of these things. And trying to remember all of those things you did <clears throat> would be a real problem. In the past, we had even created something we called the migration manager to migrate your settings. And we pop that up and we give you a chance to uh, select if you want to do it or not, blah, blah, blah. And it pulls the settings in if you choose to. But it didn't pull everything in. It didn't pull in 
like let's say you had a braille display uh, let's say you had purchased a braille display in the past from humanware for instance and you had that all set up with your prior version of jaws when you installed the new version it never pulls that stuff in uh, in this new 2020 uh, 2022 version it will not only automatically pull those settings all in from that 2021 or 2020 version it'll even find braille settings and pull those in it gets all the stuff from what we put in a file called jfw.ini and that's something that was never migrated before and all of that stuff now is pulled in automatically you'll just get it now the next question from someone is going to be, well, this is a beta version. It's a new release. I want to start fresh. I want to start with a clean slate, and I want to go through and do settings and make sure that I'm not corrupting anything in this new version. Well, first of all, rest assured, we don't feel that there's any setting that you're going to pull in from your 2021 version that would inhibit the way the 2022 is going to function. So I, I'm not too concerned about that. I encourage you to bring your settings in. I think, I think everyone should. It's a, it's a, it can be a pain to set it up. But if you're one of those purists and you really want to make sure that you're doing it with a clean slate, well, we've made that easy as well. Once you've got JAWS installed, you go to the options menu in the JAWS uh, window insert J, go to options, and under the options menu, you're going to be able to find a new um, item in there called restore factory defaults. And if you choose that, uh, you'll get prompted, are you sure you want to do this? It's going to remove your settings. You say yes. It will clear out any user settings that are present in the 2022 version. It will not impact your earlier version, so don't worry about that. But it'll clean out the 2022 user settings folder. It will restore your INI file. It'll actually restart JAWS, and you'll end up in the startup wizard as if you had just installed this JAWS on a computer and there was never any trace of anything on there before. So it'll run with the startup wizard. It'll never import the settings automatically, and uh, you'll be able to start clean. Now, let's say you do that, and then afterwards you decide, well, maybe I want to get my settings after all. How do I go back and move those settings in? Well, you can go into the utility menu, and in the utility menu, if you move up a bit, you'll find something called import settings or something like that. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of the item, but it's in the utility menu. It's towards the bottom, and and it has a subfolder. And if you open that up, you'll find the migration utility in there, the migration wizard, so migrate settings. And if you choose that, it'll run that old migration utility, and it will let you migrate your settings in from the earlier version that you select. So that's how that works. Now, one of the other questions that will come up is people will say, well, I have both 2020 and 2021. What one is it going to get? It's going to take the most recent version. It'll take the settings from that one, and it will auto-migrate them. That's how that works. If you have them both, it's going to take them out of 2021. Uh, 
If you don't have 2021, but you had 2020, it will take them from there. If you've got some earlier version, the auto migration does not go back prior to 2020, but you can still use the old migration tool to migrate from the older versions. If you are running an older version, I would probably suggest you start clean and go ahead and just start making the changes. So that's it on that feature. If you have some questions on it, hold on to them. I'm going to talk about a few more things. And then around the bottom of the hour, uh, here in about uh, 15, 20 minutes, we'll uh, switch over to questions. And I'll be here and we'll take questions for a half hour or so. Um, the first uh, new change other than that migration that I want to make everyone aware of. I think this is a great feature, especially if you're on a PC right now and you run JAWS and you're listening to this. Uh, this is a feature for you. We introduced something last year that allowed you to adjust your JAWS volume. And this was really popular amongst users who are attending webinars or uh, talking in uh, teams or listening to something while they're trying to navigate on their computer. And that was the ability to adjust the JAWS volume separate from the system volume. And the way you did it was uh, the layered command, uh, JAWS key, hold down the insert key, tap the space bar, and you go into layered mode. Most of us are familiar with this now. And uh, while you're in layered mode, you'd use the, le the letter V for voice. And then you would use J for JAWS to adjust the JAWS. It's actually V for volume. And then J for the JAWS volume. And then once you've selected J, now you can use the arrow keys or page up and page down to lower or raise the JAWS voice volume without impacting other things that are speaking on your computer. So the way I've used it is I would lower JAWS down so it's a little quiet, and then I could still listen to the meeting, and I could still use JAWS to do some navigation on the PC uh, to be able to, to get to a document or an email if you have to look something up, or if you're multitasking, it could help. So that was a big plus. That really was an advantage, but we can do better than that. And uh, the thing that, uh, that we came up with, what the developers uh, came up with, is a solution. And let me, let me talk a little bit about how other people have done this stuff in the past. Uh, our support team use uh, a solution. And I know that employees in big agencies use a hardware solution where they get a special splitter so they can make uh, certain output go to one ear and other output go to another so they can process a phone call in one ear while they're navigating with JAWS in the other. And this is really important in call centers and they have special hardware to do this splitting. Well, we built a solution right into JAWS and Fusion now so that you can split your sound uh, and you're going to do it right through the same layer where you were adjusting your volume. So insert space, uh, V for voice or volume, and then you'd use B for balance. And at that point, it's looking for you to do either left arrow or right arrow. 
So if you do the left arrow, it's going to send JAWS to the left channel in your headset, depending on which way you're holding. you got your headset on. Sometimes the left is on the right. So if you send it to the left and it comes on your right, you know you got your headset on opposite of the way it was designed. But it sends it to the left channel or to the right channel. And then whatever whatever other application that you're running at that moment that has output as well will be sent to the other channel. So this makes it much easier to listen to a webinar and listen to JAWS in your other ear or listen to music on one side and JAWS on the other side. Whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, that sound splitter is going to be great. You'll love it. Now, when you're done, you want to go back to stereo. You can do a couple of different things. You could just restart JAWS, and that will reset it. So if for some reason you got into this state and you don't know how you did it, some reason you sent JAWS to the left channel and you don't know what happened, if you just restart JAWS, it's going to always rebalance. Or if you remember, you can just go in, insert space, V for volume, B for balance, and hit the up arrow, which is the think of the center point between the left and the right. So we hit the up arrow and that will rebalance it. So that's going to be a great feature. I think a lot of people will take advantage of it, especially in today's uh, way of doing business. We're all at home uh, working on, on PCs and we're all on Zoom and we're all on uh, Teams and, and constantly in calls and so forth. So a lot of people will want to try that one out as soon as they get it. Now, let's talk about some scenarios where, let's say, it doesn't work. What could be causing it? What's going on? So I want you to be aware of this stuff so that if you do get it or if you talk to somebody who's installed the new version and they say this isn't working right for them, uh, let me just make you aware of a, a, few, a few different things. One, you have to have stereo output. So you've either got to have a headset that plays stereo, or you've got to have a connection to external speakers or speakers in your laptop that are stereo. And most modern laptops today are stereo. They will play sound out of two different channels. And uh, so you can actually hear it with no, uh, I can do it on my laptop with no headset plugged in whatsoever. But uh, I have a USB wired headset. It's a Plantronics C435. That's which one I'm using. Uh, great little headset. It's got two earbuds that plug in separately. And uh, there's a microphone that comes off of one of the earbuds. And uh, speaking on that one now, it's a pretty good mic. And uh, I, I really do like this headset. And so it works great. Uh, but if I had a mono headset, uh, it, it's not going to work so good. So when you try and send it, to, when you try and split it, it's just not going to work. Uh, your sound is going to keep coming out the same way because everything is going mono, whether it's going through uh, two earpieces or one. It's all in one channel, and you just can't split. Um, the other place where you might run into an issue is if you... Output, let's say JAWS outputs to one sound card, and it's not your default sound card. And then let's say your Zoom meeting is coming through your default sound card. So when you go to split, it's only going to split 
the sounds that are in the default sound card. So some people, and those of you who set up your systems this way, you know who you are. Uh, you may have external speakers that you can send some of uh, the um, audio out to, and then you also have a headset that other audio comes to, and they're they're both being used. When you try and split, you're only going to be splitting the Windows default sound card. So whatever's going to that one uh, is going to get split off. And then another uh, another place, well, another thing that can happen is let's say uh, if you install this first public beta and you've got JAWS running and now a, you've started a Zoom webinar and for whatever reason, you are not currently focused on Zoom. You've moved your focus somewhere else. Maybe you're in Word at the moment or Outlook or the JAWS window or whatever it might be. You're not focused on the Zoom application. And then you do the split at that moment. Insert space, V, B for balance, and then hit a left arrow. JAWS will get sent to the left channel, but your Zoom application is going to stay in stereo. You'll still hear it in both ears. The reason for that is that we set it up initially here so that it will only split JAWS and whatever application is in focus at the moment. So you had to make sure you were in the Zoom app when you do the split. Now, I don't think that that is the best solution. It does create an opportunity to cause a lot of people not to understand why it isn't working. They might not even understand that it's not working because they'll hear JAWS split off, but they don't get the benefit of the other app going to one channel. It's still coming in both ears, so you don't get the full benefit. <clears throat> um, so in public beta 2, and we are already in the, in the midst of starting to test these changes uh, that'll be coming the end of uh, September for everybody. Uh, when you do the split, it will not matter if you're focused on the app. In fact, it doesn't even matter if the application is going to be running when you do the split. Whenever you split, it'll stay split. JAWS on one side. Anything else that outputs information, audio, will go to the other channel. And I think that'll be a lot better for people. So we'll, you'll see that. Uh, if you run across this problem in public beta one, you'll see that that gets changed in public beta two. And I think it's for the better. Now, one other place where I think some people are going to run into some questions. If you are someone who have a, has a Bluetooth headset, and I also have a Bluetooth headset. I have one of those Aftershock OpenCom uh, headsets. It has a microphone uh, attached to one uh, side of it. And then, of course, it's a, a two-piece comes around from the back of my head, and it doesn't actually stick in your ears. It's on on the bones directly in front of your ears, these aftershocks, and they, they work really well. They're great for talking on the phone, listening to music, whatever it might be. Well, you can also use those as audio output devices for JAWS or Fusion on your PC, and they work quite well. However, because they do both audio in and they have a microphone going out and it's going across Bluetooth, they wanted to make sure that those channels 
could handle all of the information without any delays or breaking up or anything. So when you start a call in an application like Zoom or Teams or something, if you're using one of these Bluetooth headsets that has the microphone built in, it's going to oftentimes shut down JAWS and only that application gets access to the headset at that time because you're going to be talking uh, through the mic and you're trying to listen to the application and they have uh, a way of of doing this within Windows where they just block other audio from going to that headset while the call is going on. So all of a sudden your JAWS goes silent. Um, the only way to really get around that is to set JAWS up to talk through a different sound device whenever you're going to use your Bluetooth headset to also listen or interact on a call with Teams or with Zoom. And so if you're going to do that, then you're not going to get the advantage of splitting, but JAWS will be coming out of a different sound device, different speakers. Uh, So it's kind of already split. So I just wanted you to be aware of that. If you do have Bluetooth headsets, it gets a little more complicated uh, because of some of the technology. And we are looking to uh, talk to Microsoft in the future here about finding a way for us to be notified that uh, JAWS is about to switch over uh, to another sound device and it's going to go silent on you. And is there something you want to try and do to, to rectify that? Uh, just to warn you that you're about to run into this case because right now we don't get any information that that's about to happen when it happens. Um, So you just kind of lose your screen reading while you're in that call. All right, so that's it on the sound splitting. And I think in general, if you have a regular headset and it's plugged into your computer, when you get this, uh, you'll be able to try it out now. If you're not listening to a webinar or something like that, and you just want to see how it's going to work, you can do the following. Uh, Just pull up any audio file you might have and let it start playing or go to uh, YouTube and start playing some YouTube uh, video with audio that comes across. And while that's happening, you'll be able to do the insert space V left arrow and you'll see that the audio just switches to one side and jaws goes to the other and you'll be able to try it out and see how it works. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, For those of you who use Fusion, let me speak to you for a moment. We introduced voice assistant this past year, the ability for you to be able to wake up um, Sharky or Zoomy and ask them, to do something for you. Maybe it's select text. Maybe it's copy something to the clipboard, virtualize a window, ask it what time it is. Uh, There's all kinds of things that you can access within our applications from the voice assistant. And that helps uh, in case you don't always remember the keystrokes. You know, maybe the system tray is something you want to be able to get access to all of the little... um, Uh, icons that are in your system tray. Well, you can tab down to that thing and find it and arrow around. Or if you remember the JAWS keystroke, you can pop up a list box that has them all. Or you can use the voice assistant. You can just wake them up and say system tray. And all of a sudden, the system tray dialog pops up and all your items are right there in the list. It's really convenient. You don't have to remember keystrokes to do it. 
Um, so take advantage of uh, the voice assistant. Now, if you have Fusion, you were only getting access to uh, features that were present within Zoom Text. You didn't get the advantage of all the JAWS features, so you couldn't pop up the system tray, or you couldn't use it to start and stop selecting text, a big block of text on a in a document or a web page. Jaw, those were JAWS features, and they only worked if you were running with just JAWS. Now, with this 2022 release, Fusion is smart enough to know that it should be able to do everything. You can even use either wake word when you're running Fusion, and you can then give commands to adjust the magnification or commands to adjust something in JAWS. It'll recognize them all. You don't have to, doesn't matter which wake word you use, you can just use either one, say any of the commands for either product, and you'll be able to get access to all of those things. So be sure to revisit uh, voice assistant. I think if you're a Fusion user, there's an awful lot of things that JAWS provides to you in that voice assistant that'll make it uh, valuable, and we would welcome the feedback on that. Please keep trying that feature out. The other changes, significant changes, are in the area of Braille, and they're primarily for somebody who uses more than one language. And if you do, uh, this may be something that you're trying to switch back and forth between them. Maybe you're doing uh, translation work. You do localization of something. So you have to read it in one language and write it in another language. Well, if you are using a Braille display and you're doing Braille input, for instance, uh, you would need to have two different tables available to you. You need two different uh, ways of being able to get output and do input. And so we're going to have that that level and that that uh, uh, type of modifications now built in to Braille. You'll be able to get to it through the settings center, and this will be great for organizations or individuals that do um, – Maybe they're taking a language class or maybe they speak two languages and they work on web pages where there is both languages present or documents with both languages present. This could be a big advantage. So you'll want to try that out for sure. And uh, sorry, I've got to do some moving around here while I'm talking. If it sounds like I'm moving around, I am. Okay, and uh, so that's it on the Braille stuff I wanted to mention. You'll also see that things have continued to uh, improve, we hope, for everyone in the office front. Uh, we're trying to speed things up. There may be one or two things that don't seem to work quite right, especially in Outlook. When you start to use it, be sure to report those. Give us as much detail as you can. Uh, we have made some modifications there, which um, inevitably should be really speeding up the processes, should make things move faster. But if you've noticed that something doesn't speak the same, and you can really test this out by uh, shutting down 2022 and going back to 2021 and trying it again there. And if you're seeing some differences, and especially if it seems to be a difference that you're not uh, 
pleased with, with, then go to that form, fill it out, give us the feedback, and we'll be sure to uh, uh, look at that. We're going to spend a lot of time over the next few weeks continuing to make adjustments for the initial release of 2022, especially in the area of Outlook, Word, Excel, things like that. Looking forward to the schedule, uh, after we get public beta one out next week, we'll be looking at a public beta two build, we hope, really early in October. So uh, hopefully with uh, as close to the first as we can, then there'll probably be one final build without too many changes at the end, uh, maybe around the third week in October. And then the final release, the actual released product that would require proper authorization for 2022, that'll come out right around the 28th. And also on that date, if you're a Braille user, if you want to understand more about our changes and and how to deal with um, the language profiles in Braille and switching Braille and setting it up, we're going to have a webinar, I believe it's on the 28th or 29th, a Freedom Scientific webinar that you can get to from our training pages. You'll want to tune into that one. It'll be uh, several people on there from our organization that not only understand Braille quite well, but also worked on uh, the design and test of these changes. So they're going to go in and explain it in some detail in that webinar. So you'll want to pay attention to that one. And uh, the final release will be right around the 28th, 29th. And keeping with what we've done in the past, the schedule should lend itself to a first update in uh, the first week or two of December. We always try and get it long before Christmas to make sure everything is settled down uh, when we get to the holidays in the event our support people want to take a little time off over Christmas. So, um, th- that should be the schedule. If you have not got an SMA at this point, if you're still running with 2021 license, uh, you'll want to make sure that you get your SMA renewed, get an SMA on your license before we get to the release date, the end of October, because at that point, you pay the same price to get 2022 as you would have for the SMA which would have got you the next two versions. So it's a big savings. Make sure you have the SMA in place if you haven't done so. And if you're not sure, call in to customer service at Freedom Scientific, and they'll be happy to uh, check with you. Uh, They'll look you up, and they can uh, figure everything out with you on the phone. Now, if you're using a home annual license, either in the U.S., and those are available now in Canada also, If you've got one of those home annual licenses and it goes by an expiration date. So as long as your license hasn't expired before the end of October, you will have no problem. You can download and install and it will work with your annual license. So many of you, let's say, have a home annual license. It's good through April next year. You'll be able to keep using everything that comes out between now and April with that license. And I think with that, I've covered about everything I wanted to. It's about 35 past the hour. So, Belinda, maybe we can let people get their hands up and we'll start taking some questions. And I think I'll let you call on them if you'd like or you can. All right. So um, if you want to raise your hand, 
If you're on your PC, it's going to be Alt-Y. And to unmute when it's your time, you get the prompt. It's going to be Alt-A. If you're on your Mac, it's Option-Y, Command-Shift-A to unmute. And on your smartphone app, the Zoom app, you will find the raise hand option uh, on your screen and you will just swipe to um, unmute once you get the prompt for that. And then on your landline or push button phone, it's star nine to raise your hand and star six to unmute. And first, Mitchell, you can unmute. Uh, Hi, Eric. Hi, Mitchell. How are you? I'm good. Will that mute uh, balance feature work with a sound bar? With a sound bar. So this is, uh, is this something that's plugged in via USB? It has an auxiliary port. I can hook up with an aux cable. Yeah, well, I don't know. The, The real question is, does it have separate channels? Is it stereo? And for yes, those of it is that if it is, it should work just fine. I was just looking something up here. I can ah. So for those of you who want to go and test your sound device, I'm going to give you a little. Uh, you might want to make some notes on this. If you go to your start menu, if you type in system. You're looking for a setting called change system sounds. That's the thing you're looking for, and you can find it through your start menu if you do that. Now, that gets you into a dialog box, and if you use Control-Tab, it moves to uh, four different things, recording sounds, communications, and playback. You're trying to get to playback. And once you get to playback... You want to uh, select your sound device that should be in the list. This doesn't always read that well, uh, but I have multiple things, speakers and speaker headphones. And then once you've picked the one you want, oh, you go to configure. Once you've selected the item that you've got, you go to configure. And when you pop up configure, if you tab forward, there's a test button and you can spacebar on the test and that will try and send a sound to each channel so if you've got a two-channel device that's where you can test it so oops i'm am i am i back yeah okay i just got disconnected so that's where you go and do this i wouldn't do it during a webinar for obvious reasons i just shut my sounds off but anyways, again, check system sounds or change system sounds. Go to playback, select your speaker that's being used, and then uh, tab forward to configure. And in there, you'll find a test button to test it. Okay. Any other questions? We don't have any other This is hands. a quiet group. Yeah. Somebody must have a question about something. <laughs> I've never known Myrna Voda not to have a question. Uh-oh, don't start. Oh, there we go. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> I'll have a comment later on, not about that, but about sound cards. 
All right, Belinda, a couple uh, more hands went up. Yeah. Nora, you can unmute. Thank you. Hi, it's Nora from Phoenix, Arizona. And my question is for those who have uh, the blindness, and, but they have hearing, let's say if they're only hearing out of one ear, how do they, let's say if they're at a calling center and they want to work, uh, doing it during the job and stuff, but they have, they're deaf in one ear and they hear very well in the other ear, how does that work? So sound splitting wouldn't really be the option, but that's a place where you'd probably want to use the volume adjustment. So you would probably you'd probably turn Jaws volume down, and that does help some to get them at oh, different okay. levels. So that when Jaws is talking as you're navigating, yeah. you can still hear. Now, alternatively, what a lot of people do that work at call centers, and I think this makes great sense, is you want to have a Braille display. And then ultimately, you can literally put JAWS in, um, uh, turn off the speech. So you can insert space S and have JAWS speech stop as you're navigating. And then you can just navigate and get output from Braille while you're listening to the call. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Okay, Nor. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Nice to meet you. And Chanel, you should be able to unmute. Okay. Hello. Wow. I didn't realize I was up. I thought there were other people. So I, I, you've talked about Braille and, you know, I was wondering, or I've often wondered if there would ever be a way, you know, to introduce the ability for other displays to be able to do more Braille in features. I know that is specifically for the focus displays, but it would be so great on other displays to be able to do, you know, insert, uh, F, I don't know. Well, they, they do some include lots of or some JAWS type commands, but it would be nice to be able to use the control and um, alt and Windows keys that uh, simulate that somehow on other displays. Uh, so, so, every, so one of the things that we did, and this goes back a number of years ago, uh, for those of you who've been around a long time, you probably remember, Freedom Scientific set up what was called our third-party Braille program. And this was done intentionally to get manufacturers to work with and create a driver for their display and provide key maps and help files and whatever to make sure that their displays could take advantage of all of the features, in particular Braille in okay. with their devices. So most of the third-party displays do these things. There are ways of uh, being able to do it because we didn't want we didn't want to block that capability from them, and we didn't want to let uh, people using old drivers that you know just had routing keys and Braille output but didn't really take advantage of being able to do any JAWS features like that. Uh, we kind of forced everybody away from the old drivers, forced them to do it using the newest technology. And they uh, update those drivers periodically. And pretty much all the major manufacturers are all in that program, and they all have access. And we even ship those drivers and key maps for many of them. So Poppenmeyer, okay. for instance, and Humanware and Hims, they have all of that capability to be able to do that. Hmm. Okay, yeah, because sometimes they some I guess maybe the it's limited by the amount of keys on the display and yes. in terms of what yep. they can support. Okay, yep. 
All right. Thank you. Hey, uh, Bobby, you should be able to unmute. I got into um, broadcasting with a radio station called New HD. And I'm wondering, like, what's the best program that will work with JAWS if if I start using JAWS again? Because I have an older version. I'm using 2018. Mm-hmm. Or I have 2018. I just haven't installed it because I got a brand new computer because my computer was way too old (laughs) you know it had like you know three gigs of ram and that wasn't going to cut the mustard and only 120 gig hard drive but anyway like what would be the best software for broadcasting before i start repurchasing jaws i don't know it's not uh, a question that i would be qualified to answer there may be some people on listening to ACB radio that probably know more about it than I do. But, uh, so HD radio, is that what new HD, new HD? Yeah. And I even have my own show. It's on Saturday mornings from six to 10. And the website is new HD Bobby, we can take that one offline. And I think some of us can help you, but it's, it's probably going to be way too in the weeds for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I we can help oh, no, you offline. I, I figured I'd tell Eric because Eric knows yeah. me and right, maybe right. he wants to hear me. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about the software. We can help you with the software, but we can do that offline. I think, but it does have something to do with Jaws for Windows. Yeah, right, right. But I just I don't have an answer for you, Bobby. I'm not the I'm not the guy to be able to answer that one. Okay, Eric. Well, it's All good right. talking to you again. Yep, good to hear from you. And uh, Rhonda had her hand raised, but it says she's using an older version of Zoom and allow to talk is not available, which I've never seen that. So. All right. Well, if we can, I don't know if there's a chat, if there's a way she can plug yeah, her message in. The only way in. that she can uh, is to be promoted to panelists, and I don't know that we do that. So, Well... You can, she can send me an email, edamery, E-D-A-M-E-R-Y, at vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com. Send me an email, ask the question, and I'll try and get you an answer. All right, Larry, you had a comment earlier. Oh, yeah, this, and I'll do this fairly quickly. This has to do with sound cards. I have, as you know, we do multiple sound cards because we do Mm -hmm. stuff for a lot of people and some of the stuff we do here. Uh, And I was going nuts because every time I either got a Windows update or even a new version of JAWS, JAWS would come up. And the the beginning, it would say JAWS for Windows is ready. But after that, nothing would happen. I would hear no speech. And I found out recently because we were doing some things a couple of builds ago that required user settings and things being taken down. I found out that if I go back, and this helps some people, I think. It's not the most optimum solution. But if you've got your sound card and multiple sound cards pointed somewhere else for whatever you're doing, whether it be broadcasting or whatever, if you go back before you actually install the new version of JAWS or even a big Windows update and Put your sound card back to the default. 
so that everything's everything is facing the same direction, you're going to get speech, and even you'll get narrator. I don't often get narrator if I'm pointed somewhere right. else. So, so what happens here? And so, just for me to summarize, yeah. make yeah. sure I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you've you've set things up so that Jaws is not outputting to the Windows default sound card. Jaws, Jaws is, but nothing else is. Jaws is, but nothing else is. Everything Correct. else is coming out of some other speaker. Correct. Someplace. Yep. And that makes it easier for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Because then I can isolate. If I'm broadcasting Zoom to ACB radio, I don't want to do it with Jaws because then you hear everything that Jaws says or does. And then when you did an update, you said whether it be a Windows update or a Jaws update, you would lose Jaws speech. Everything ends up going to these other to sound cards. Every, well, I don't know where it went. But yeah, everything I lost speech everywhere. If it was a new Jaws update, uh, for especially a new Jaws version, yeah. So I found out if I yeah, but everything went back to the default sound card before I did that. If I remembered to do that, then I had no problem getting Jaws speech, narrator speech, whatever. So we're going to have another new feature, uh, something we have just been talking about recently, and I actually I had just written this thing up. Uh, the other day and got it into the system. So I'm not sure when we're going to get it in, but the plan is we'll put something on that layered command, insert space V for volume or voice, and then C for card. And it will cycle you to whatever the next sound card is in your system to see if you get your speech back. Oh, I love it. And if that doesn't work, you do it the same keystroke again and try it one more time. It'll go to the next one. It'll just cycle through. Because right now we have to do insert J and then U utilities O yeah, for card. You kinda, then you, you got to count. Was it six or seven times or four, five times? Right. Did I arrow down? How many? I forgot. This yep. is perfect. This would be yep. cool. So that will work good, and it shouldn't be too difficult to put in. I didn't want to make it something that was so easy for someone to land on by by mistake. So I think this is just difficult enough, but easy enough to remember, and uh, I think people will be able to to recover a little bit better. All right. We do have another raised hand. Mm -hmm. uh, Jane, you should be able to unmute. Thank you. Um, I'm talking. Okay, my, my, my voiceover is talking. I can't compete with that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Got to okay. split that sound. <laughs> um, no, this is just on my iPhone. So, okay. So I am here. I'll, there we go. I turned it off. Anyway, um, this is a question about JAWS with Zoom. Um, everybody says, you know, to mute, hit Alt-A. And that never works for me. It always has something about unknown script and it could be that maybe at some point I put in one of um, Brian Harchin's um, uh, um, scripts or something. I don't know. But is Alt-A supposed to work to unmute and mute yourself in JAWS with Zoom? I use Zoom so seldom that I don't have the answer to that. Larry, can you speak Alt to that? Does, it does, yes, it, for... but it's not a JAWS hotkey at all for JAWS. Oh, it's it, just, it just unmutes you and mutes you. It's a toggle. Yeah, but see, it doesn't work for me. So, it, so I, I think that... I have to tab to mute or unmute and hit the, you know, the yes. button. So there is some script then that's in there because that message is coming from oh. JAWS. 
And the way until you figure out how to get that resolved, and I don't know how to get it resolved, but I can take un- the script off. Yes, you could take the scripts mm-hmm. off, but un- but in the meantime, you can prove that this is the case by doing insert three on the number row, oh. which is key pass through. If you mm-hmm. do that first and then do Alt A following that, it should oh. pass through the script and it will do the command for for Zoom. That's interesting because that doesn't happen to me in terms of the script. It, the script works. So I don't know well, why. Maybe I have a really old script. I mean, I, I don't Oh, okay. That could be. Yeah, that yeah, could be. I it could be. It, up, so. it could be that it's an old script and you probably want to take it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to have to call in tech support and get them to show me how to take a script out because that's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. But pro- you can prove you can prove that. If you can just get past that script, it's going to work by by doing it the way I said. When I'll you're when you're there, insert the insert three on the number row. Mm-hmm. That is a command in Jaws to do a key pass through. And oh. the next thing that you push only once will pass by Jaws. Jaws will completely ignore it and let it go to the system, which should let it work. Lovely. I will try that. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. Well, it was wonderful to be with everyone on ACB today, and I hope uh, everyone gets an opportunity to get a hold of the beta, give it a try next week. Again, all three versions will be there, and in order to find it, I will recommend that you'll uh, wait till at least 10 a.m. Eastern time on Monday. Visit the Freedom Scientific homepage, and you can use a JAWS find. Look for the word beta, B-E-T-A. And uh, it should take you to the link, which will take you directly to the page that has the full write-up along with the downloads. Uh, The beta versions do not automatically pop up as an upgrade for your running version the way releases do. So you do have to actually go and look for that. And uh, again, make sure you have your SMA in place by the end of October. If you don't have it yet, if you're only licensed for 2021 don't worry the 2022 beta will work fully functional uh, but once the release comes out it will require the updated authorization or you'd be in demo mode so watch for that and with that i guess i will wish you all a great afternoon and uh, look forward to the next time when we're back here on acb Okay, thank you so much, Eric. Yeah, bye-bye, everyone.